Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation is proud to present Philanthropy and Friends, the podcast that explores the positive impact of philanthropy and nonprofits in our communities. With your host, Jane Powell. Hi, my name is Jane Powell. Welcome to Community Connections brought to you by the Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation. This is a show showcasing community involvement. I have a great guest today, and we're going to learn all about faith in action of the Greater Kanawha Valley. Jennifer Wagner, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for having me. Jennifer, you are the Executive Director of Faith in Action of the Greater Kanawha Valley. That's right. Tell us about it. Well, Faith in Action, uh, we actually are celebrating our seventh birthday on May 1st of this year, so it's exciting stuff. Uh, we are a volunteer organization that, that serves senior citizens in Kanawha and Putnam counties, and we count 60 and over seniors in our in our world. <coughs> um, <we've> <laughs> in a couple of years, I'll be eligible for my own program, so for what that's mm -hmm. worth. But we provide mm -hmm. free transportation to medical appointments. We provide monthly grocery shopping assistance in a variety of ways. We provide mm -hmm. a, a engagement and connection with through reassurance phone calls, phone friends, um, little visits and deliveries that we have. Uh, we call porch packages, and then we also have a program called the Honeydew Cruise, which performs minor home repairs and maintenance with an eye towards keeping the seniors safe in their home environment. We are getting to be good pros at installing grab bars and handrails and things of that nature. Um, something as simple as a $40 grab bar can really make a big difference in the mm -hmm. life of a senior who wants to stay in their own home. Wow, so everything you're doing is wonderful, but I have to think um, what we've gone through this past year with COVID and social distancing and isolation, that really affected your program. It did, and the, for the first couple of weeks when this all hit and the, uh, the stay-at-home orders were in place and everything, everything kind of stopped. Everything was still mm -hmm. for a minute. And then it just became really clear to us that our seniors were going to be hardest hit. Mm -hmm. They were going to be among the most vulnerable people in this whole experience, by whether they were exposed to COVID or not, by virtue of the isolation. Uh, our seniors, many of them, are already socially isolated and alone. Their families live out of state or they don't have families. They don't know their neighbors anymore. They aren't connected to their churches anymore because they can't get to church service on Sundays. Mm -hmm. um, for a variety of reasons, they are already isolated. And my fear was that this social isolation would be exacerbated by the impact of the pandemic and the stay-at-home order. Well, it was for all of it us. It sure was. So we got to work right away, you know, within a couple of weeks of this all hitting and said, what are we going to do about this? How are we going to maintain and sustain our services to these folks who depend on us? Mm -hmm. And we were able to do so for the entire year. Uh, aside from those first couple of weeks when we were getting our bearings, we never shut our doors. Um, we were able to make sure that our seniors had access to essential medical appointments that they had to get to. Um, we adapted our grocery shopping program to be uh, contactless. We provided a means where we could place orders online for folks who couldn't do it themselves. And then we had volunteers who would do the pickups and deliveries, and it was all contactless and safe. But we were ensuring that the seniors had access to food and to supplies that they needed um, throughout, this, uh, throughout this epidemic. Um, we also had special funding from generously from the Greater Canal Valley Foundation, which enabled us to create a new program that I'm really excited to say is going to 
make sustain, we're going to sustain it. It's going to be a permanent fixture in our repertoire, I guess, of services. Yeah. Called the Porch Packages Program. Oh, I love that. That the, sounds exciting. It, it is. Mm -hmm. It was a great way for volunteers to stay engaged um, by making porch package deliveries, contactless deliveries to seniors of just little gifts and goodies. Uh, the very first one we did was a little colorful little shopping bag filled with snacks and puzzle books and just different things. The volunteer calls the senior on their way and says, I have a little something for you from Faith in Action. We also had little care kits in there with a mask and hand sanitizer and things mm -hmm. like that. So we dropped those off on the porch. The volunteer had opportunity to wave and you know, chat with them through the door and on the phone. And then it just was a way to stay connected. And it was so well received by our seniors. I mean, they were so excited about this program that we did it six weeks later, we did it again, and then it, we just kept it going. And in August, we delivered baskets of fresh vegetables wow. with little unsweet teas in there and a little cute little pack of napkins, you know, just, just a little something. It really did, wasn't what the item was. It was, it was the effort and it was the, you know, the contact and the engagement. Um, so it's been a lovely program and we've been able to, we do it about every six to eight weeks, we do something different. Um, we did, the veggie baskets we did in the fall, we did pumpkin bread, homemade pumpkin bread with a little mug and the hot chocolate um, and fresh apples. We did um, an Easter dinner at Easter time. We, we delivered Easter dinners to 92 of our seniors. Wow. Yeah, so it's just been, it's been lovely. And, that, and that's something that we want to carry out, carry on through, through the rest of our existence as a program because it's yeah. just such a, such a lovely uh, engaged wave to keep both volunteers and care receivers. Well, I love the idea, and I love that you're doing it like large scale. Um, I have a couple friends, and between us, we um, drop off little packages to each other every occasionally, awesome. and it's always such a surprise to come, you know, to pull into the driveway and see that there's a gift on your front porch. I love it. It's just it just makes it makes you feel thought of, and it makes you feel cared about. And yes, it, it does. And it's um, you know, so and that's the whole point. So that that's it's not what the gift is. Oh no, because it, it it's be, small. It could be a painted rock, and they be, you know, but it's just the right. idea that somebody made that effort for you, um, that that makes it special. I like to garden, so a lot of times it's related to. Um, the garden or a new plant, a pack of seeds, That's tiny awesome. little things yep. but makes me so happy. It does. So I love that you're expanding that yeah. and, and plan to keep it going. That's really good. It, it's, a, it's a lovely program and the volunteers you know, were wonderful because they, they really wanted to be out in the community and serving and these people have servants' hearts and you know, they, they love to do these, these acts for mm -hmm. the seniors that we serve and this was a way that we could keep them engaged and keep them safe at the same time. So, right. So that was, that was very impactful for both sides. So you're thinking about um, a new program along those lines, is that right? We are. Tell me about that. That's a social engagement program, right? It's something that's been on my heart since I started this program. Uh, one of the very first things I really wanted to do with this program was to connect people through visits, you know, to make sure that seniors had com companionship and company. And it just, it's harder than it sounds to create something like that and to find people who have that kind of time and commitment to make. So what we've decided and what we've kind of been working on over the past couple of years is a way that we can bring our youth into this program a little more. Um, we can when it, make it an intergenerational effort where we can match youth with a senior 
um, that they can visit with a couple of times a month. Maybe they can mow their lawn. Maybe they can help sort their mail. Maybe they can read the paper to them. I mean, just different things like that. And we have made small inroads and connections with some of the local universities and, and high schools, and we really want to expand upon that. So we want to have a dedicated focus to this program for the coming year uh, and really grow it and build a foundation for it that we can build on going forward. I think it's, um, it's so important. It's important for the youth. It brings so many things to the youth. Mm -hmm. the, the, the importance of service, the importance of, your, of the seniors in our community and what they have paved the way for and what they have brought it can before us. Um, so many things. So I think it's great because not every family has grandparents right. or an older relative close by, so they're missing that connection to the generation. That's right. And I, I love that you're offering a way to make that happen. You know, and almost everything that we do reflects part of my own life, because my grandkids live in Virginia, so they're not mm -hmm. close by, and I miss that so much. I and I, And, you know, I hope that they miss that, too. <laughs> but I, I, I want to bring that to other people. I want people to have the opportunity that even if it's not family, it's still a connection, and it's, it's just as important to have that community connection as it is anything else. I mean, just as long as you are aware that, you know, People care and people think about you and people are concerned with your well-being and, and it's not it's not a chore it's not something they're it's not a task that they're doing it's a it's a visit and it's an opportunity to connect and that's what we really try to instill in our volunteer training that it's at the end of the day it's not the service that we're performing it's not the ride we're giving or the groceries we're delivering it's the visit it's the connection and that's that's what we try to hone in on as the most important thing that we offer to the community mm -hmm. Um, and this is um, funny, but kind of relates to that. I I know of people that when the telemarketer calls, they're just so happy someone <laughs> called, and they start talking. Well, you know, and that's just crazy to me because I can't wait to get rid of them. But I understand just that connection is yeah, so important. It is. You know, it, it surprised me when we started this program how much the reassurance calls took off. I mean, almost everybody that we signed on to the program when we offered the, a phone friend or a reassurance call, al ver almost everybody took it because they, and they really appreciate it. And so that, that's really a good, can I tell you a little story about that program? Well, of course, I so love stories. One of my favorite things about the reassurance calls program mm -hmm. is we have a lot of our care receivers, which is what we call the people we serve, mm -hmm. who say, I volunteered my whole life and I really miss it and I wish I could give back. I wish there was something I could do for your organization. And I say, do you enjoy talking on the phone? And most of the times, yes, they enjoy talking on the phone. And so a lot of our phone callers, our phone friends, are actually our care receivers who are giving back and volunteering, have been converted into volunteering. They perform a dual role with our organization. Wow. So we have senior helping senior, and they don't really even know that that's what's going on. But it's just a beautiful thing. I mean, I just, I, I, that's the thing I love the most. I love that. So that's one way you get volunteers. Yep. Tell me another way that I can volunteer or a good way to recruit volunteers. So we speak 
anywhere we're asked. <laughs> we love to speak at churches. We do presentations at the library. But you can call us directly to volunteer. Um, our volunteers are our best ambassadors. They recruit volunteers for us. Uh, we have volunteers of all ages, literally. We have a 92-year-old gentleman who's volunteering for us, and we have 18-year-old kids who volunteer for us, and we love them all. Um, we offer so much flexibility. You can choose the way you ch want to serve that fits your personality, fits your schedule. You're not committed to like being somewhere every Tuesday at 10. You know, you sign up for things that fit your schedule, fit your needs. Um, and I think that that's one reason why people really enjoy volunteering with us. Wow. So, yeah, I can absolutely see why people would want to volunteer. You make it easy for them. <laughs> and it's fun because you get to pick that's right. a new friend, so to speak. Yeah, that's right. Um, what if I'm a senior and I need some assistance? You just give us a call. You do not need a formal referral, although we do get referrals from doctor's offices and other agencies uh, all the time. You can call us directly. Uh, okay, I know you have a website. Yes, we do. And that's Faith, uh, Faith in Action. Oh, there it is on the screen, Faith in Action, KV. GKV, Faith in G Action, GKV. GKV.com. And the telephone number is 304-881-7253. That's correct. You can just reach out anytime. We're always there, and Morgan and I will answer any questions that we can for you. We'll send you an application. You can fill one out online, um, and we'll take care of you. That's great. Um, another exciting thing you've got uh, coming up is a fundraiser. We do. We have Pedal with Purpose. Um, we have not been able to hold our fundraisers for the past 14 months, as you know. And so this year, we're doing pedal virtually. So in the entire month of May, you can log your mileage. Uh, you can walk, run, bike, mow the grass, walk the dog, whatever you want to do. Um, and your goal is to hit 60 miles. And you log it on the website, and, you, and you'll get medals and prizes, and there's all kinds of fun things. So how long do I have to hit 60 minutes? 31 days. Or 60, 60 miles. miles. 31 days, the whole entire month of May, from May 1st oh, so to May 31st. that's really just two miles a day. Really? Right? Yes. And if you're biking, you could do it. You could knock that out in no time. And then, do people pledge? It's twenty-five dollars to register, and then there is an opportunity for you to fundraise. So you can fundraise among your friends and family. Um, we've been so happy with how successful it's been, and it's been a good experience on the back end. I hope everybody's having a good time on the front end. And we'll know Saturday is our kickoff for that, and it also happens to be our seventh birthday. So wow. that's exciting. Congratulations! Here. Thank you. So pedal. Uh, pedal with purpose. Pedal with purpose. Pedal with purpose. I can sign up for that on the website. Yes. And again, that's faithinactiongkv.com. Yes. And I'm betting if I call you, you're going to help me uh, walk you right through it. Yeah. <laughs> so I know you have an active social media page. Yes, we do. You've got the website. There's a phone number. And you're talking at groups, and there are lots of ways to connect with you. There is. And if you have a group you'd like us to come and talk to, or you'd like some more information, please just give us a call or send us an email. We are happy to answer any questions. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Jennifer, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Jane. I appreciate it. I, I love the, the porch drop-off. I think that <laughs> is so fun. And good luck with Pedal with Purpose. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you guys for being with us. This is Community Connections brought to you by the Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation. For more info on the Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation, visit us online at tgkvf.org.